I didn't have any family or friends around me there. It was just uh, my girlfriend and her family. And I felt really alone at times. I just hit this really, really anxious point in my life where I decided to sell it all and make that change in my life. I've slept on my friend's floor for, for two months in California and then finally was able to sell my car and then go travel full time. And I was like, I'm not coming back until I make that dream a reality. <laughs> okay, welcome back to the Your Extraordinary Life podcast and YouTube series. My name is Monica Fori, and I'm so excited to be here today with my dear friend, Jaro, also known as Travel with Jaro. <laughs> so a little bit of a background, Jaro and I met last year in Bali. We hiked up Mount Batur together for sunrise. Active volcano. Crazy, crazy adventure. And then we traveled around the Italian Dolomites together last summer. And Jaro is one of the most inspiring people I've ever met. He is a constant reminder to live limitlessly, be present in the present moment. And he's basically like a human sunshine to everyone around. <laughs> and so I'm really grateful and excited to have you here today sharing your story on the podcast and so I would love to jump in with just you sharing more about Jaro. Who is Jaro and what's your story? Amazing. Thank you so much Mana. Thank you for having me on this epic podcast uh, of yours and uh, just uh, inspiring others to really chase after their passions and um, really deeply understand themselves and then you know to create impact on the world and just to radiate their rays to, to everyone else. Everyone. Um, <laughs> So uh, my name is Jaro, it's so nice to meet you guys. And uh, I am originally from the Czech Republic, but I moved to Hawaii when I was about five years old, uh, which was the most incredible place to grow up. Um, grew up surfing, skateboarding, shooting surf photography content, and just really harvesting like a really deep connection with the nature over in Hawaii. And then moved away when I was about 21 years old for about another year before committing to traveling the world full-time, selling all of my things, and uh, really creating that as a possibility for myself. So epic. I love it. And so at first I want to start with what was it like growing up in Hawaii? Because so many people's dream is to just like get to visit Hawaii once in their life, but you got to live there. So what was that like? Yeah, um, Hawaii is absolutely incredible from the people to the nature. I mean, growing up surfing, there was just this like super strong connection to, to nature. And then, you know, tying that all in with uh, the community there, which is so loving and just really looks out for one another. Um, and uh, yeah, such a good place to, to grow up. And that really transitioned into my love for travel, my love for being outdoors and uh, that move that I made to Hawaii at such a young age is what really sparked travel into my into my life in, in the first place. But um, yeah, Hawaii, such an incredible place, such a vibrant place to grow up. Yes, magic. That's amazing. So I'm very passionate about and excited in the moment where people make changes in their lives. And you obviously have made a lot of giant changes in your life. So I'm really fascinated and learning what was sort of the point along your journey or in your story where you decided to change things from how they were or how you sort of saw your life playing out to making that like change and spark within you towards going towards your passions and changing your life. Like, what did that look like for you? <laughs> yeah, so I mean, growing up in a Western place, uh, 
more or less felt like a robot <laughs> where, you know, my, yeah. <laughs> you know, and uh, my dad was really passionate about business too. So I, you know, grew up in uh, that sort of bubble and my goal was to go and get my, my master's in business administration wow. uh, at one point when I was studying in school before I dropped out. Uh, but uh, yeah, growing up in, in that bubble, it's like everyone around me was, was you know, doing the same thing and just kind of going on the same, the same path. And the idea of traveling the world full time was almost too abstract of an idea. It was, seemed unattainable. It just seemed, uh, you know, whereas like you make the little steps towards those things and they're possible, but we'll dive into that in a little bit. Yeah, so I grew up in a very business oriented setting and uh, had this passion of mine, which I kind of buried down for such a long time. It felt unreasonable. It didn't feel like I was financially gonna be able to attain that as well. You know, until I got to the point in my life where I um, just felt so deeply anxious from not following my heart, not following my passion and really giving it everything I had because I was always uh, more or less one foot in and one foot out, you know? It was kind of just that idea. And then I always had the backup, the backup plan. I always had plan B, you know, where it's like I didn't go, <laughs> didn't go all in a, into plan A. Yeah, yeah. So you basically like reached that point where it was so unbearable, but you had this dream that was there and you were just like feeling like, I don't, I don't want to do this anymore. And then what steps or what change did you decide to make when you felt that? towards your passions and how did you know, like how did you, I guess a two part question, like what was that change moment? And then how did you know sort of what your passions were? Because so many people are like, okay, well there's so many different things that I like or I might like, but I don't know what my passions are. I don't know how to start with reflecting of how to find my passions. Like, and you are a living exemplification mm. of a passionate life. So how did you do that? <laughs> um. Yeah, first of all, like really understanding what people are passionate about in the first place. You know, for me to really understand what I was passionate about, it was the moments in, be in between where I just had some time to meditate or be in my own space instead of constantly having the outer voices kind of channeling into my own life and uh, kind of pushing me towards a different direction. So it's like time for stillness, you know. Uh, for me, I found that out in, in nature when I was out surfing for three hours every morning. It was like I felt this super strong connection in nature. Um, so it's different for each individual person, but I, I think we could, we could agree that that time for stillness is super important in really understanding yourself and understanding what excites you in this moment. So when I moved to Hawaii at five years old, I hated it at first. <laughs> I was so uncomfortable, so uncomfortable. You know, this little Czech boy moving to Hawaii, nobody spoke my language. I'm like, all right, I guess I kind of have to learn English now. Um, <laughs> and so grew up there, but that kind of sparked my, my, uh, the idea of kind of exploring different cultures, for example, like moving to a place at a young age and spending time in nature is what gave me a really strong passion for nature. And it was like nature and travel. Now that is like my passion or like the idea of what I wanted to chase. Um, and uh, so I actually grew up shooting surf photography. Yeah, when uh, I was 14 years old, um, did that for a long time. Like I said, like half foot in, half foot out, pursuing business at the same time as surf photography. And then after a while, just threw that passion away. I was like, okay, I'm gonna go get my master's in business administration and kind of do what felt 
right for me or the, the what I thought felt the felt path. right for me, the path that that was being laid out. Yeah. Um, so photography is something that I had been passionate about for a long time based on where I grew up, you know, growing up in Hawaii and the nature and um, moving there at a young age, it all kind of mixed together into wanting to shoot travel content full time. But it's different for everybody, depending on what they've been through, depending on what interests them. Yeah, And uh, that's so cool. Yeah, I would love to dive into the moment uh, where I kind of chose to yeah. do something else. So um, I was about 21 years old and felt madly in love with this girl. <laughs> Um, <laughs> yep. Oh, those, those, yeah, those days. Um, and I moved to all the way across the big blue ocean to Oregon. Now I'm along the West Coast in the U.S. And uh, I was going to this really conservative Christian university and uh, really convincing myself of that being the right path for me, studying business still. Dating this girl for a long time. We ended up uh, leaving that school. I went to Vancouver for about three months. Meanwhile, you know, the whole time I'm, I'm pursuing something else and it felt like I was just pushing my, my dreams down simultaneously while growing, I guess, credibility in uh, what society deemed as being correct <laughs> or uh, family and friends. Yeah, I hit a point in, in my life where when me and my girlfriend were in uh, Vancouver and we were living on this small farm and it just felt like things were really closing in on me and I hit the most anxious part of my life. Um, I didn't have any family or friends around me there. It was just uh, my girlfriend and her family and I felt really alone at times. I just hit this really, really anxious point in my life where I decided to sell it all and make that change in my life. Um, broke up with that girl and then that's when I left, slept on my friend's floor for, for two months in California and then finally was able to sell my car and then go travel full time. And I was like, I'm not coming back until I make that dream a reality. Yes. <laughs> um, but I think we could all relate on, uh, you know, having something that we're generally like pretty interested in pursuing or something that we're interested in exploring but then we kind of have that path that's laid out for us. Yeah, so cool. I love that so much. And it's so cool to see like the different parts of your life and how they all piece together into what is your life now. That's amazing. Thank you for sharing. Yay, it's so good. Absolutely. Amazing, it's so good, so good. So when you found your passions and sort of pieced everything together, you shared a piece of advice that how you did that was through meditation, through stillness. And a huge thing that you share on your channels to your audience, millions of people around the world is what if all we had is right now, like this present moment. And that's honestly been a huge thing that you've taught me, like during our road trip in the Dolomites. Like I remember one morning specifically, we were at a cafe and I was getting caught up in some work and he gave me a note and it was the nicest, <laughs> like just like most inspiring note of just like, feel free, like open up to the present moment. Like this is what we have. And I love that you share that. And, and I'd love to hear more of your thoughts on that. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, 
I mean, there's so much you can dive into <laughs> kind of like around the present moment. Is there something more so that you're leaning into the direction of kind of like uh, with uh, understanding what you're more yeah. so passionate about with the in the, the present moment? Yeah. I mean, yeah, like what if today was all that we had? You know, I uh, just want to share a quick story. I, I know someone where uh, a few months ago they basically spent the last three years working towards making a ton of money through crypto. And just a few months ago, they got hacked and lost everything. And it's like, you have something like that or a family member passes away or your house burns down. And it's like, you would do anything to have that time back. And it completely, you know, you have moments like that that really make you rethink how you're spending your time. And it's like, what if today was all that we had? You know, how would you spend today? <clears throat> what would you chase after? Like, that's such a driving, driving force and uh, sitting with feelings that make that uh, so real, you know, I know, I know people that do meditations around death, for example, in like really having, having that and welcoming that as a part of life, as a source of, of inspiration. Um, mm. it's so interesting, but yeah, just in understanding what you're, what you're passionate about in the first place, like it takes stillness and it takes time alone to really sit with yourself and, and understand what that is. So for me, that was through meditation. But when I left to go and travel for the first time, you know, I had about a few thousand dollars in my bank account. So um, wasn't super stressed about money at the time. And I, you know, left my family and friends back at home. So now I'm by myself in New Zealand um, and had just all the time in the world to think about what it was that I was passionate about. And um, yeah, it really took that, that time for stillness to really tune in and to calm down and just scratch that, that itch of, <laughs> of whatever it is, you know? You could be mowing your lawn and it could really excite you. Yeah. <laughs> whatever it is that you wanna be doing um, with your life, just exploring that. Yeah, so it's mm -hmm. so beautiful. And I feel like it's, it's said, like people say all the time, they're like, oh, meditate, connect to you. But it looks different for everyone. Like for years I tried and I wanted to be the type of person that could just sit and meditate, but I couldn't get myself to do that until I found Tony Robbins Priming and that helped me connect to what's within. So what was it for you that helped you connect mm. to what was within? Mm. I didn't really have an experience like that, for example, or watching like Tony Robbins. Uh, but for me, it was quite clear, more, more or less. I uh, just really had to um, tune in and to find the courage that it took for me to explore that further and really commit because it was quite clear for me growing up in Hawaii where I started shooting surf photography when I was 14 and then that slowly translated into me being passionate about um, traveling and shooting travel content. So I more or less knew what that was growing up or something along the lines of that. Um, but yeah, just the like, just sitting still the like silent meditations are so important for me not listening to music or anything it's like finding a few moments to really quiet quiet down throughout the day I think so it's it was there so... you just had to get rid of the noise yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right there <laughs> Shh, 
Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes, Mana. Super cool. Super cool, Jarl. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> cool. So I'd love to hear what you're passionate about or excited about right now. Like what excites you in your life now that you're doing it? You're living the dream. You're traveling. You're going to the most epic places. Like what are you passionate about right now? Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so definitely super passionate about connecting with with people further and now more so you know i've explored a lot of the countries that are have uh that are like quite developed and i'm i'm really excited to go and travel to countries such as africa and india and connect with people there and kind of get their perspectives on on uh, growing up in in a place like that throughout the world yeah i also have some video projects that i'm really really excited about starting uh this year and uh, it's just been so, so full on. So also excited to find that time for, for stillness and find that time to just uh, restore myself and, and to reconnect, yeah. Yes, <laughs> incredible. And sort of related to your mission of what if all we had was right now and your upcoming video projects, you've been working on something that is related to all of this, like how sort of technology has taken over our lives and we find ourselves in this sort of numb cycle of not being in the present moment and losing our time and our life. And is that even something that we want? I'd love to hear more about your project that you're working on and, and how it can help people. Yeah, was that the, the course? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so, um, yeah. <laughs> so um, yeah, I mean, you know, people, so the project that we just finished for the last few weeks, uh, me and my, uh, my partner, uh, Marek, stellar guy, have just been uh, working on this course where um, really diving into teaching people about how to master their technology. You know, we spend, uh, the average American spends about seven and a half hours on their technology every single day, which comes down to uh, like, like we talked about, 21 or 22 years of your entire life with uh, five and a half hours you know, being every, of every day being spent on your phone. And most of that time is time wasted. You know, we don't use the technology to actually benefit us, and, uh, which is what it's created for. And now it's kind of taken over our lives in these different ways. Uh, so the course is designed to teach people about mastering their technology and really unlocking their full potential and then kind of transitioning into mind mindfulness as well. Like this really connects with uh, what we're talking about. It's like finding that time for stillness. It's like that is also something that makes us uncomfortable. So it's, you know, we find that time for stillness and like a lot of us just pull out uh, their phones when, when maybe they experience some sort of anxiety or something to you just want to go and distract yourself. So um, we think it would be really beneficial, not just for people that want to be more productive, but people that are experiencing anxiety and depression or social comparison with people on social media. So we designed this entire huge course for, for people to integrate into their own lives. We think it'll be super impactful and it's so epic. Yeah, it's called um, the ultimate guide to phone freedom, how to master your tech and unlock your full potential in just seven days. Yes, <laughs> I love that. That's so epic and so impactful. 
because phones have taken over our lives and no one has stopped to be like wait do i want this do i want my like whole life just like right here on my phone yes and i don't like i know that most people don't so that's super amazing and is going to impact so many lives so amazing that you guys did that and i'd love to also break down something that i feel like a lot of people think that oh if you're a creator and like for your example you have literally millions of, millions of followers and people think that oh that means you have to spend your whole life on your phone what is your like personal relationship with your phone is that oh you are a creator so you have to spend all your time on your phone or what does it look like for you mm, yeah more more or less it's uh like really finding a system that works for you as a creator in spending less time on your phone i know a lot of inspiring creators that uh yeah like we just talked about have deleted you know instagram and all that stuff off of their phone to minimize the amount of distractions that you experience on a daily basis i uh, you know if there's a task for example that i'm not super excited about i try to give that to somebody else and then really focus on the creative side of the content that we're working on so really excited about about filming as well but occasionally doing phone detoxes or social media fasts where you don't go on your phone for a few days and that really helps just reset your system so i just try to be very mindful and conscious of when i use my phone and when i'm around people using my phone it's like and you just kind of ask yourself is this something that i just want to do out of habit right now or is this something that i'm um consciously interested in opening up yes. right now you know most of the time it's just out of mindless habits so yes. just like really setting these these boundaries with your phone i feel like i have a pretty decent grasp at uh oh absolutely uh, yes yeah. yeah like jaro you're one of the people that i feel like when you spend time with someone you can tell when someone's present and someone's there with you versus like when they're there with you and they're mentally not or their phone is like literally in front of them and they're not actually with you <laughs> and then the person that you're connecting with or talking to can feel that grounded presence and ultimately like it links back to why are we here what are we doing here we're all connecting with each other and mm -hmm. so you do an amazing job at that mm. and also that you said it's so possible for creators to create a healthy balance with their phones and i've actually found like a lot of my creator friends are more present and really <laughs> create mindfully yeah. rather than always being on our phones which i feel like a lot of people think creators are always on their phones and not really present but i found that my creator friends are more mindful and more present. Which, That's so funny. Yeah. Yeah, you kind of just come head to head with with the beast itself, tech, <laughs> tech, technology, yeah. and you're like, you're like, uh, no, you are not going to have my time of day right now. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. you do. That's why you know you and me travel, for example. It's like to really, really connect with uh, one another and to connect with the the places, the cultures, and yes. Um, there's a really, really funny statistic that I feel like you would love. Um, actually, so I found, found out about this uh, during the process of building our course and uh, people, <laughs> it was also, I, I went on a dinner with, with somebody when I was in the Czech Republic the last time I was there in Europe and uh, the girl that I was with had her phone out on the table and I really like kind of scratched my head and thought about it for a second. I was like, I was like, man, I don't really love the, the phone just being there on the table while we're having this deep conversation. It kept just lighting up and buzzing and stuff. And um, I actually found out that people statistically like you less from something as small as having your phone out on on the oh. table. So um, just, uh, oh. yeah, really, really tying that into uh, what we're talking about. It's 
so important to just be mindful and present and it's like you will find that that drive and uh you will find the excitement and the curiosity in in uh something else so um finding that time for for stillness so that you're able to go and pursue something that you're passionate about or figure out what it is that you're passionate about um but also minimizing things such as distraction distractions from from phone usage and stuff yeah, like that just clearing so clearing your mind <laughs> yeah yeah i wish it were that easy <laughs> yeah exactly just yes and that the story that you shared about the study like that nothing bothers me more than when you're like sitting with someone and talking to them and their apple watch notifications are going off and they're literally looking at it i'm like there's nothing ruder and my totally fair yeah yeah so i feel that and i it all connects beautifully and like your vibe attracts your tribe like that thing but it's so true like the energy that you put out like draws you to the type of people that you want to meet yeah. i'm so very grateful that we've met on this crazy journey yes and i would love to conclude this with sort of the theme of the podcast series is your extraordinary life and the idea behind that is that it looks different for everyone and so if you're sitting at home and maybe you think that like your biggest dream would be to go and get a phd in something or to go and like talk to a new person like it looks different for everyone mm. it's just about having the courage and the strength to go after that calling on your heart and pursue it and so i would love to know yes okay i just wanted to i just wanted to grab a little i was just uh taking that in and i wanted to sprinkle something on top of that um but uh, basically um uh like i feel like also finding forms of expressing yourself like and and really understanding what makes you tick you know for me it was something as simple as uh as journaling um growing up and uh, having this form of expression and then further understanding my, myself but um yeah sorry i just wanted to yeah, <laughs> sprinkle so because you can be like wait why am i feeling irritated right now yeah and you reflect back and you see that yeah that's it yes yes flooring love that and, yeah yes. beautiful <laughs> and and so what does your most extraordinary life look like for you mm. <laughs> yeah my most extraordinary life would look like for me being able to <clears throat> just really express myself fully from moment to moment, holding nothing back, connecting with incredible people. And at the moment, it's uh, continuing to travel the world and getting to know myself to these like deeper and deeper levels, um, which may or may not change over time, but that's uh, what gets me so excited right now. You're living it. It's so inspiring. It's amazing. Yeah. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. Thank you guys for tuning in. Hopefully this episode was inspiring for you. I know that Jaro's story inspires me so, so much. And if you enjoyed this, be sure to comment down below. Let us know if you have any questions. And where can everyone find you? On my Instagram account, maybe yes. <laughs> Travel with Jaro on my Instagram account. And uh, would love to connect with you guys. It'd be such a blessing. Yeah, cool. Awesome. Thank you, Anna. Hi, thank you. <laughs> There's uh, so much more I like to like dive into. I know. As well. That's the thing with like making it 30 minutes is that it's like the amount of time for the conversation to be exciting. But then, like, we have deep chats, and those go for hours, so it's like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. that. But I, it's all new, so I'm doing, like, 30 minutes to, like, get my feet 
No, I think it's I think it's really good. <laughs> Get your foot in the door. Yeah. <laughs> Does this like make a difference? It's. Oh, okay. I, just, I do feel it. No, I think what? People say that too. Right. Okay. Get your feet. Get your feet. Why is it wet or dirty or? No, it's definitely like get your feet wet, like in the. Oh, right, right, in the ocean. Okay. That... 